0: The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJOP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, I'm John Roberts, and I'm here with Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And uh, Stacey Cooney. Hello. Hello. And we are here to talk about something very specific and interesting uh, political violence. And if it's, you know, a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> well it's proven useful in some circumstances, it I has. guess. Um before we get into it, I just want to <laughs> remind everybody if you want to get in contact with the show, there are a few ways you can do that. Uh you can go to uh Twitter, it's at civilpoliticsfm. You can go to Facebook, Facebook.com slash civil politics radio. Uh you can go to our website, civil politics radio.com and there you can find links to our previous shows uh links to uh subscribing to the podcast if you miss the live show every week the uh show is uploaded as a podcast on sunday or monday and uh also we have a replay of this show on monday afternoon at four so if you have to bug out (laughs) for some reason and uh you don't hear the rest of the show you can hear it on monday at four as well so, yeah, so we should
2: talk about definitions first because we should.
1: Our and, language is different. And of course, um, we are going to be talking about protesting, uh, rioting, uh, things like that. Uh, so, um, the content warning because we are. you know if if there's a if you might have an issue uh listening to a discussion like that just want to tell you up on top and i forgot if you want to email us you can always email us civil at valleyfreeradio.org. i check the email all the time i check our facebook messages if you want to get in contact with the show ask a question uh for our next show or if you have any ideas for shows that you want to listen to so let's define. <laughs> uh, let's define political violence. Yeah. Or rioting, or violent protests, or whatnot.
2: Yeah. So protest, and I, I went and looked some of these up. So forgive me if I read just a little bit here, but. Um, And I looked at a lot of the legal definitions, and I think some of the problem is legal versus what people mean when they say it. Exactly. (laughs) So protest. I just got a little brief thing here. Solemn declaration of opinion, usually dissent. Something you are powerless to prevent, so you protest it. So that could be like, um, I signed it under protest all the way till I blocked up Wall Street because. Right. I didn't want to have happen. Wall Street is the worst. Yeah. Um, Riot. means a disturbance of the peace by several persons. You can pro- I guess you can protest if you're one person. But um, riot, uh, several persons assembled and acting in common, with common intent, executing a lawful or unlawful enterprise in a violent or turbulent manner. So I think um, a lot of things start as protests and sometimes go into being a little less peaceful I guess is the way to put that so right definitely and, and i tried to look up peaceful but i couldn't really find a good definition of public peace so or you know disturbing the peace all that stuff i think we'll just have to live with that one um blockade is another word that's sometimes associated with this and you know i'm just going to leave it at that and we can talk about that more deeply uh, boycott pro- uh, protest or coercion refuse to work for, buy from, sell to, give assistance to, and so forth. And then I think we can all agree on free speech. We might disagree where the line is, but I think we'd
1: all agree that free speech are exists. Are we talking legal free speech, the common parlance free speech? What are we talking about there? What would
3: you like to talk about? So that's a there's a big difference between those two, which, yes. you know, yeah. People are constantly, like me, fighting on the internet about Yeah, um, yeah but there's a, people co uh, I forget co-mingle. No. They co misconstrue. They, uh, they, misconstrue, they yeah. Who is bound by that uh stricture.
1: Um I let's let's just say this right now. Uh at least me and Stacy, um free speech, when someone says we have the right to free speech, that means the government cannot impede your free, your speech. Unless in specific circumstances. You can't get arrested. You can't. There can't be any laws restricting. They can't. At you, If I say shut up, yep. I'm not the government. I'm not using governmental powers. Well, and you have so, the microphone, so. Yeah, this is a private <laughs> establishment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you go into Walmart and you're protesting, they can throw you out and that's fine. that's a private. Uh, that's if fine. you are at City Hall and you're protesting, unless there is some sort of ordinance saying about gathering or something, uh, unlawful gathering, that's one thing, but Though they can't course, just...
3: It's very sketchy as to whether or not those are legal as well. Oh, yeah. So just I'd add a but little... But with
1: p- speech, it's just the the government, state or, or federal... They're prohibited. You from, oh, yes, They yeah. cannot control your speech. Where you are, that's a different thing. But what you say, like... What we say right now on the radio, we can't get arrested for it unless it's inciting violence. Yeah. Which we're, we're, not, we're not doing. We're talking about it. We're not. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. But we're not saying on civil <laughs> politics to, to go beat up someone. So, yeah, do anything. Um, well, you were going to say.
2: Oh, so on free speech, I just make one little point because I agree with you about free speech is really guaranteed that the government won't inf- interfere with you right. in the public forum um but uh and when i worked on a bylaw committee this was a really important distinction so you guys i think i think you'll appreciate this point i hope you appreciate this point so what they say basically is that you can regulate the time manner and place of where you do speech like the government can say you can't protest today but we'll give you a permit for tomorrow or whatever it is And then the content is an entirely different matter. And those two buckets are really important to sort of keep in mind, because I think sometimes we conflate the ability to march somewhere and protest with uh, the free speech of the content. And the states do have a right to say... You know, that's right in the middle of the St. Patrick's Day parade, and we'll never finish the parade if you can, you know, blockade that street that night, so.
1: Well, that's um, not so much speech as placement.
2: Yeah, placement. So, regulate time, manner, and place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If I'm on a public street, if I'm in a park or something, a public place, and I'm yelling about the government and how, you know, we all need to uh, rush uh, Area 51, then there's a plan for instance there's a plan <laughs> check it out uh <laughs> we're all going to naruto um so if uh if if i'm doing that then a cop can't come up to me and say you can't say that he can say you're disturbing people but you can't you can't like with your volume but you can, they can't say i'm putting you under arrest because you are talking you mentioned trump or something. yeah exactly yeah if you're in a private establishment then that's a whole different thing
2: yeah very interesting a uh, personal space i tried to look up but it turns out men have four feet and women only have a foot and a half but i guess it depends on your culture so wait what <laughs> personal space sort of what what people are, have an expectation of men get four feet four and, feet yeah and women get a foot and a half <laughs> In America. Well, it was, you know, these crazy websites. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, assault we talked about before. And um, I always miss this one. Uh, threaten assault is assault if right. you have the means to carry it out. So if I point a gun at you, even if I don't shoot you, that's assault. And then there's battery and aggravated, and so on and so forth.
3: So um, I do just want to push back a little bit on that idea of um, free speech. No, of, of pre-assembly. <laughs> oh, pre-assembly. Because, I mean, that is... You Unlawful know, assembly, yeah. But, you know, that's part of the, um, you know, it's... it's Congress shall make no laws respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And so I would say that those free speech zones are unconstitutional, personally. But I'm not going to, you know, I I don't have time to argue that in in a court, but I think that I'm I'm very much believe that those, even though people have, like you said, that ordinance, you know, committee said, oh, well, we can do this. I don't think they actually can constitutionally. They just
2: do. And nobody challenges it because it's sort of
1: agreed to, go along and get
2: along usually
1: the people that want to challenge it won't have the resources to do so
2: and that goes back to protests when something you were powerless to prevent is the is the key it's funny you brought up unlawful assembly because there's another level of this and i'll just say riot route and unlawful assembly are another set of sort of categories in here and um, the route is if you don't execute your purpose So you're you're getting your assembling, you're getting ready to do something, but the police kind of drive you off. Mm -hmm. And if they don't drive you off or you run off and do something else somewhere, it's a riot. So it sort of merges into it. But unlawful assembly, um, and I just wrote some quick notes here, if executed, would make them rioters, but who separate without performing any unlawful act. So unlawful assembly is actually a very sort of minor, minor, minor
1: version right. of this which doesn't really carry i mean a lossful assembly is just you get a ticket you
2: didn't have a permit they tell you to exactly yeah but that forcing people to leave the steps of city hall and I, I mean those are big uh issues that people yeah. chase and yeah a lot of
1: people chase those but we were going to talk what were we
2: going to talk about we tonight? were going to talk <laughs> about
1: specifically we were going to talk about um the usefulness of political violence should it it is it okay basically uh there are situations with let's say recently antifa um there are situations where um with on the other side like with you know the proud boys uh where there are certain groups that go places that specifically to wait around to get into fights
2: oh yeah that was june 29th in portland right there was some that's where you're so that was the proud boys
1: yeah um yes uh, uh it uh, was an
2: oregon one of many protests June 29th uh
1: 2019 yeah um that was that was yeah that was the proud boys and antifa came up on them uh and uh then there was a,
2: a journalist got roughed up
1: i guess he's a journalist
3: um yes quote unquote disguised I mean, a as a quote, reporter quote journalist <laughs> that's enough you think the yes.
1: word journalist is very hard to nail down especially legally and well they're not licensed and they don't have professional standards exactly i mean you they can, espouse them yeah. but
2: they don't have there's not a you have to pass a test here's
1: um, the thing we can be called journalists oh i'm gonna start calling myself a journalist or pundits we are pundits
2: pundits
3: definitely. yeah i was say yeah. I'm probably more well
1: if that. we if we wrote on the website more than we'd be journalists yeah. that's crazy <laughs> why would i get a press pass yeah. that's wild so there's i mean julian assange can be labeled as a journalist and some people want him to be labeled as a journalist for the and protections and for right? the protection for free speech protections and some yeah. people don't and so andy ngo uh is was there he runs a website and he writes horrible things about people, and uh, he got a milkshake thrown at him on that in that protest.
2: And so did the police and a couple other things. Yeah, too. probably so in that case, I don't think it was violent before that. Right, but it was two opposing groups. Was it violent before that? I guess was well, it?
3: Um, so let me give a bit of background on this because I do actually know a bit about this. Oh, good. Um, so the milkshake thing has become very popular in Britain. And so um, it's something that I think originated perhaps in Britain, though I'm not positive on the origins of it. My milkshakes um, bring the boys to the yard? No. So uh, Nigel Farage, for example, has been hit a couple of times. Um, There is a YouTuber who fancies himself a politician named Carl Benjamin, who's had it done to him a couple of times. There is uh, Tony Robinson, who is a notorious uh do uh who talks about you know his being free speech but he's actually a uh anti-immigration uh formentor, and um he uh fancies himself a free speech champion but is not uh he's also had some milkshake issues and so um it's something that was much uh is a little bit more uh sort of mainstream I guess is the word uh in Britain. And what does it's kind it of mean the- and so it's it's just um something that people it it didn't as far as I know, it doesn't have a specific meaning that hopefully genre is looking it up. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's something that, you know, it's messy and it's gross, but it's not like hurtful hurtful. And so I think it was just kind of somebody came up with the idea that uh, you know, it, it's a good Kind of thing to do. Um, there's a famous, and I don't remember any of the details. I, I apologize greatly. Uh, there's a couple of famous examples uh, in the um, of anti-LGBT uh, uh, protests or of LGBT people protesting people who were homophobic or whatever. Oh, so they uh, didn't escalate the and violence. So, they more just. And- yeah interesting these are these actually historical so there was yeah. one uh with a like a cream pie and then uh notoriously and this actually happened uh in boston recently and they tried to claim that it was political violence uh glitter is often used um <laughs> oh i love so, glittering yeah i think so, that's a great um, <laughs> so people sorry. actually <laughs> mailed the uh proponents of the straight pride uh parade in boston mailed them envelopes full of glitter and they've actually reported it as a crime that's and it's um, an assault of some kind, <laughs> terrible people who are also fragile baby men. Um, Snowflakes. It does make yes. a mess.
2: I've had people send me glitter in yeah. a nice way. So yeah. in, uh...
1: there is a there is a a wiki page called on milk Oh, okay.
2: Yes. Um. Oh, it's the
1: internet has everything. I knew you'd <laughs> find it. Of course. Hopefully, it's course. the right thing. <laughs> they practice and use it in of the practice and its use in targeting right-wing politicians is believed to have gained popularity following the egging of far-right islamophobic politician fraser anning in australia by a teenager Uh, oh okay who was met with a violent response by anning yeah he he egged it it was after the um the shooting in uh christchurch yep and uh this kid walks up behind this dude and just slaps an egg on his head. <laughs> the guy turns around and clocks the kid. Yeah. And then his his guys, like, bring him to the ground. Uh, and, but then, uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> it, just, it was just so funny. It's funny. I think that was
2: <laughs> the movie, um, My Brand is Crisis, which is a political movie. So. Mm, hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the, um, because the police were struck with eggs in Oregon too, in yeah. Portland.
3: I mean, eggs are a are a long-standing traditional right. form of yeah Halloween. Everything gets egged. Well, also in protests, it's yeah. a very uh, common "quote unquote" weapon um, because you know, again, it's messy and it and it leaves a mark. And I think that it's just generally people who don't want to engage in actual violence, but who are fed up with just peaceful protest it's those sorts of things milkshakes eggs things like that are escalating a good, without are, are a you know they're seen as a sort of clean middle ground so escalating
2: also, without escalating sort of is
1: that so are we counting that as violence or are we counting this as a step on the it i mean you're throwing an object at another person that's technically violent it's probably assault. I um, guess, right? Yeah, I mean, it could. It, it de- is legally assault. Absolutely, depending on the place. Uh, depending on the place, yes, it can be assault. Um, depending on local ordinance and laws and whatnot. Yeah. Um, by the way, Tommy Robinson was the first major figure to be milkshaked. Yes, having thrown, having one thrown as a projectile in Bury on May first, another one th- thrown the following day in Warrington while campaigning. Two.
2: And is this yes. like recently
1: or long time uh, that ago? That was May first, I believe, twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. So, um, recent, so recent of this recording, yeah. yeah. So the um, uh, also eggs can strip paint off the car if you don't clean it off. Oh, and if it dries, yes. you can't get it off. Yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> egg tempura is actually great paint. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. So we're counting as an assault, but not super violent. I- yeah, I'm going I
3: mean, to I'm going to go on record mm-hmm. as saying. That and of course, views and opinions are just mine. And just do about not, to say that, and do not reflect those of uh, Valley Free say Radio. That. Uh, I am pro milkshaking, but I'm I'm on the fence about egging. Oh, good to know. <laughs> well, you know, egging, raw is, egg versus- is, egging is harder to clean up. It's also a harder thing because if it doesn't break, it actually. An eggshell, like a full egg, could actually be painful and could actually hurt someone. Yeah, a hard-boiled egg would, would definitely or hurt. Or even, even an egg Shell that just gets into your to... your eye. Yeah. You know. So I'm a little bit more on the edge about eggs, but I have to... I will go on the record as saying that I am pro-milkshaking. What about like a cold Especially of egg? British right-wingers. <laughs> <laughs> Good it's, to that's know. That's really
1: specific. But, um, I mean, just, the, just, just in general, the let's, let's get back to if Absolutely. it's useful. Um, is it is it it can it be warranted? Is that is that something that is a valid form of protest? What well, do you guys think?
2: If we shoot back to Birmingham,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know that famous incident where, yeah, but know, with the on the, the bridges, or the pett- is it the Pettit Bridge? I forget where it was, but anyway, it's where the dogs, yeah, yeah. and everybody it made on the video, and... yeah, and they were peacefully walking, mm-hmm. yeah. and the police sort of bottlenecked them in. So we're talking about violence on the part of the police counter protesters or so there's like three parties there sort of. so i
3: think right now we're talking about protesters and whether or not political violence by protesters is warranted
1: the the most recent example of this would be antifa okay um that i mean i am they come ready to fight yes uh i am not going to uh you know support or defend antifa right now (laughs) but as an impartial host but um uh that's what they 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 come to rumble just in case that's, but
3: i think it's important to note that they don't start they anything. never start anything
1: that that's let's say no. theoretically, like, that, the theoretically plane, if they're yeah.
3: doing it right antifa as an organization says Ooh, bless you are Anders. only defenders black panthers were amazing we could talk about black panthers well
2: but they they never started it, it was actually the police yeah in my yeah. opinion police and i i lived through that um but that that period it was the police that were actually yeah. the aggressors so okay so we're right now we're still talking about protesters yeah and like abortion and anti-abortion protesters right and, and things where they
1: really start well, that's that's another thing like yeah. the pipe bomber with the um in massachusetts uh, the pipe bomber um at the abortion clinic that is a form of protest That is violent protest is did is that useful like the 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 it is a tool well it's
2: terrified people in the abortion yeah it stopped
3: i mean abortion people so if you want to know if it's effective
2: while horrible it it does
1: scare people
3: Mm -hmm.
1: well that's terrorism too
2: yeah. I
3: think that that is terrorism. Yeah. I would say that that is terrorism. No, I think see, there's a they very they call diff-
2: themselves freedom fighters.
3: Yeah, well, they're still terrorists. Okay, um, they can call themselves whatever they want, <laughs> it but it they're terrorists. On they are
1: defi- Who's calling? Who's
3: well, and that's but, sort of the argument in the international
2: level: is it somebody who's protesting, and should you know? Do the Palestinians have a right to to fight back? I mean, this is a really fundamental question that genre that you put on the table for us today. I mean, it's really, it's really hard. It's really very
1: hard. Ah, uh, what were you going to say?
2: Sorry. I was going to
3: say that I think there are different levels. And so I think on a, a lot of the levels where you're talking about milkshakes and things like that, there isn't, it's not life and death ex- life and death things a lot of times especially in america it's things like the straight pride parade or the proud boys who are actually kind of sad um i actually went to a protest in boston where the proud boys had organized it and uh it was about 10 of them yeah they didn't and they had left the they had left uh the boston common Long before my part of the parade of supporters for, you know, equality and love and and diversity diversity had made it to the, um, you know, Boston Common. I think it's there's a huge difference between throwing a milkshake at one of them and a pipe bomb. A pipe bomb is meant to kill it is meant to instill terror. And, and therefore, yeah. I think that is terrorism, not political violence. Now, you can go back and forth on whether or not you think that political violence and terrorism can be interchangeable. But I think that, you know, and I think that there is always a certain point where you make value judgments. So I would say, you know, in a life and death situation, which – uh you know, several places in this world are the people who are being oppressed should be able to have the right to defend themselves. And so, um, you know, I can I can put my views out there. I'm yeah. I'm sort of skirting around, but like, you know, I I will also go on record as saying that I am um pro Palestinian rights and also to that extent their right to defend themselves and Uh, their right to defend themselves against overwhelming uh, technological superiority from and that gets back to the
1: powerless to change it exactly so uh terrorism um in a in a legal sense and we don't actually have a a legal definition of domestic terrorism that's just a Oh right you were showing us one time yeah that the, we we that the like law if, actually excluded that for some yeah, reason yeah terrorism is in the in the eyes of the federal government terrorism is foreign not domestic in the u s in in the, in the u s yeah, yeah but yeah the federal government so the um but terrorism is violence that is specifically used to f- to forward a political goal uh and in terms of like what so terrorism is political violence at a certain level um by definition by definition yeah and again like i said i think it's important to to note that there is no definition for terrorism for like white supremacists we're going like into
2: a church and dylan killing
1: everybody dylan whoever the hell um he is a murder a mass murderer and uh, he is not a terrorist even though and yet that it was political. exactly he, it was exactly what he wanted to do it's political intent but the but the, when when a group decides to go to a protest and uh, and they do violence let's say to, to property destruction is that a do you guys think that's a good way to forward your political goals and if if so in what situations is that is that useful
2: well you know this is hard being so old um i remember the anti-vietnam protests and what the police did to friends of mine and what friends of mine did back to the police so i find it hard to condemn it because it was a response to what was happening to them you know sometimes violence is a response. You don't throw the first blow,
1: but you get beat up. Well, that's that's a response. Yeah. That's not a violent but, protest. But my though. friends
2: went with gas masks, so they could. I mean, they were they planned for it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's isn't that planning for the if you are going to a protest with let's say wet rags or with gas masks, isn't that it, preparing for violence that's going to be done to you? To you, yeah. That that so,
2: was sort of their argument. Although there were radios and there were um other plans and there were right y- you know i mean i think that's a, it, it's i'm drawing from experience which is very fuzzy because i got it from people who were on the side of the sds so and you know the palestinian liberation league or whatever it was
3: yeah i mean i think that there is a definite um distinction that people make between uh but about violence depending on what the ideology is behind it Um, I think that that's another layer that happens with this. And so, you know, some people might say that, um, you know, let me actually uh, switch a little bit and go back to your actual question. Okay. Um, So I think that it is a very hard question to answer because I think that um, especially in uh, minority communities, there's a lot of talk about something called the politics of respectability. And that people are expected to act as civilized human beings when they're protesting their oppression. And so when they do things like property damage, that can often be uh, turned back on them. And then it's basically used as an excuse. Oh, So
2: not effective actually gets blowback
3: because, you know, oh, look at these, you know, people who they can't even, you know, have a civil protest um and but i think that the you know people often talk about it in the opposite way which is to say that that is a tool of oppression to say that you know we shouldn't be able to actually take up arms in our own defense
2: look at nelson mandela i mean he was nonviolent for a long time and he gave up on that yeah and you know was arrested and and started promoting violence cuz he 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 knew that there was gonna to need to be some equal in the power balance. Right. But and if you talk to Quakers, it's a whole other adventure. Are we coming to the break? You're looking at me. No.
1: I'm looking at you because <laughs> you're speaking. Oh sorry. <laughs> but, but we yeah, but we are coming to the break. Maybe we could come
2: back yes. on sort of the, the Nelson Mandelas and the Quakers of the World because it really is a um it's it's a it's a belief system that Yeah, it's hard to have a framework and talk to other people whose framework is different than yours. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I I just I think of Nelson Mandela and how how peaceful was he and how patient was he, and yet look what was going on in South Africa.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it really comes down to um, sort of cost benefit analyses. I think that. you know, when you're destroying your own neighborhood, that's a different thing than when you're going out and, you know, trying to, uh you know, throw rocks at the windows of people who live in mansions, too. And so there's there's all sorts of layers and there's all sorts of things going on. And the other thing that I know we're coming up on the break, but maybe we think about it while we're on the break, is um the fact that often... Uh, To various degrees and to various ability to uh, confirm or deny this, that often uh, peaceful protests become violent because uh, people have been planted in that peaceful protest in order to turn it flags well let's um let's break on
1: that and we'll be back in a second we'll actually have some comments from our uh normal host uh mike dow who has been oh uh God. texting some <laughs> interesting points to me so we'll come back on that this has been civil politics on valley Free radio wxojlp 103.3 fm in Northampton, mass press start to continue video game remixes, nerdcore, hip-hop, and chiptunes from across the internet. Tune in every Monday night from 9 to 11 on Valley Crew Radio, WXOJLP1033FM, and check out facebook.com slash start to continue for links to show notes, random game news, and podcasts of previous episodes. Press start to continue. All under needs to know.
3: Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a back seat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers, its programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate to
0: support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. Anthony, Mom said to take out the trash. But it's freezing outside. I know, but if we keep putting out lots of trash, it will warm up. Huh? What are you talking about? Global warming. Our trash gets burned and makes greenhouse gases. I kind of wish it went to the landfill instead. Methane is so much more effective than carbon dioxide. But why do you want to make global warming worse? I want to live on the beach. But the beach is only a few blocks away. Right, and if sea level comes up enough, we'll be beachfront. Melt those icebergs. Hey! I put all those papers, bottles, and cans in the recycling bin. Why do you put them into the rubbish? I read on the South Shore Recycling Cooperative's website, ssrc.info, that it takes a lot more fuel to make paper, bottles, and cans from, ahem, virgin materials than from recycled stuff. Burn more fuel, more greenhouse gas. Before we know it, those obnoxious Sullivans across the street will be underwater, and I'll be having beach parties in the front yard. You're nuts.
3: You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Fresh Sounds with your host, Ron Freshly, Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WXOJLP, bringing you the music of Bud Powell, Wardell Gray. Art Blakey, Duke Ellington, Abby Lincoln, Tad Dameron,
2: Yusef Lateef, Bix Beiderbeck, Cassandra Wilson, Tom Harrell, Jane
3: Ira Bloom, and thousands more.
0: Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m., join me, DJ Vinyl Scratch, on the warm heart of Africa. From Cape Town to the Congo, Marrakesh to Mogadishu, and to the New World and beyond, we explore the best in pop music from Africa and the Afro-Diaspora all across the globe. Once again,
2: that's 7 to 9 p.m. every Wednesday, only on Valley Free Radio.
1: And we're back with Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, and I'm here with Sue... Hey there. And I'm here with Stacy.
3: Hello. And I'm here
1: with me, genre. And we wanted to uh we were talking about political violence, usefulness of political violence and the different definitions of such. Um, and we had some, uh, Mike, Mike Dow is usually here hosting, uh, so I'm taking over for him right now. But he has some ideas that he actually sent to us during the show. Political violence can serve many purposes. One reason Nazis do it, because they want to destroy uh, civil discourse. They want to normalize violence because they don't believe in peace. Uh, killing people they hate is the point. And he also says terrorism gets a bad rap, deservedly, but wasn't John Brown or Nat Turner a terrorist? No,
3: freedom fighters. Exactly. I think that it often comes down to definitions based on your ideology. So I would call Nazis terrorists. I would call abortion clinic bombers or abortion doctor killers terrorists, but I would consider nat Brown or uh any of those people to be freedom fighters slash uh revolutionaries
1: um I think we should just make sure everybody knows we're talking about neo-nazis um not literal nazis oh yes because well. most because most of them are dead um hopefully but uh <laughs> the um but yeah neo-nazis or uh as the if you look on uh southern Poverty. Southern Poverty Law Center's website. There's a whole list of white supremacist groups and uh, and things like that that are there close are enough.
3: several hate groups in Massachusetts. Yep. So you know we consider ourselves a liberal bastion, but we always have to remember nope. that there's militias uh, here yep. for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so our we... friend in Springfield, uh, but
2: well, so. So we were talking a little bit about um at the when we were off the air
1: about the um pumpkin. The thing. the pumpkin disturbance <laughs> of was it twenty sixteen, I think?
2: Maybe I think, yeah, maybe. five years ago, four years ago, three years, four a couple of years <laughs> he ago. He's just gonna count down. <laughs> just, yeah, keep going. Yeah, he's trying to do it years, by three three who years, was who years? was what and when Last was week? who yeah, it was on. Obama Tomorrow? was
1: president, so it was before 2016. <laughs> so. um, the pumpkin. There was a, a pumpkin festival. There's a pumpkin festival in New Hampshire, I think in Manchester. And uh, it's near a school, and when. There was uh and, and like a bunch of kids went there and they started doing violence and did some po- property destruction. They smashed a whole lot of pumpkins. They
2: turned over a few police cars. Well, they yeah, but the pumpkins the are more important, I think. Oh, yeah. Yes, Pulled um, up a few light light poles and broke. Yeah, yeah. you know, they destroyed set a couple property. Things on fire. A yeah, of, yeah it just was, your usual riot.
1: Actually, yeah, that would be a riot. Um, but for the most part, the media didn't say it was a riot they youthful said youthful exuberance youthful yeah youthful exuberance v- uh violence broke out um things like that um and uh we were talking about the the deaf like in normal parlance in uh i can't think of a word um slang or whatever uh in layman's terms yeah uh a riot when you say riot, many people think of uh brown people or people in um lower income neighborhoods or something like that and when it's like rich white people then it is a violent disturbance just like you it's not it's not sex
2: trafficking when it's an epstein right oh, okay
1: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's in the eye of the beholder but
2: yeah that 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 discrimination in terms yeah. of
1: language underage women versus uh versus uh pedophile young girls yes <laughs> um so so um the so when we're talking about riots a lot of people think that and that i think that's an interesting point to uh to land on right now like the rioting it- well rioting the, like f- my definition of rioting would be uh versus violent protests would be uh rant, like it's more random um it can come out of a protest and it is a uh a release of pressure that's been building up over a number of months or even years
3: so um i think that one of the things that was so salient about that particular incident though was that it happened in close proximity uh temporarily to some to i think it might even have been ferguson um where very similar things were being done and that was considered to be violent political protests riots there was tear gas there was everything and then here were these affluent white kids who basically were just doing the same thing given a slap on the wrist and said no one got go get sober No one got No shot. one got killed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a really important thing to remember is that when these things, especially when they come in such close contact, it's very stark as to the difference between how those two things are are uh, portrayed. And I think that, um, you know, one of the other big times when we have quote unquote riots um, is, of course, various sporting events, the culmination of sporting events. Well, soccer is usually a good one. Not women's soccer. But well, in soccer. America, uh, <laughs> it's usually the Super Bowl or the World Series. And often there is rioting. Uh, often there is rioting at our uh, neighbors down the uh, street at the University of Massachusetts. And, you know. Fun
1: story. Yes. Fun story. I, I went to UMass. And um, can you tell? And the um, we this it was it was. When we won the Super Bowl, I believe it was like either number four or five. Uh, it was, yeah, it was it was, uh, two thousand one or two, I think two thousand two. I think two thousand two. Uh, we won the Super Bowl. The we meaning the Pats won the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, I was in an area called Central in UMass is basically like a small town. Uh, I was in an area called Central, which is like a mile from another area in umass called southwest that's where most of the people live and that's where um that's where the umass towers are i could hear uh the 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 celebration (laughs) across campus it was so um it was so crazy people jumping off of buildings or like off of off of ledges and breaking their legs and people throwing toilet paper on, f- on fire out of the windows um and it at some at some point it went goat from go pats to go socks to usa usa to f bin
2: laden oh interesting because that was right after 2001
0: right? yeah it
1: was like it, you know what yeah. i think it was 2003 it was like yeah. a, yeah. a but little it was in while the- after and it was like the the transition was really weird but that would be that would be like a small riot yep and it was you sort know? of turned into a mob kind yeah kind of which yeah. does happen with the yeah. psychology of that's i mean it, it doesn't have to be negative pressure it can be like everybody's very 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 happy. agitated. It's yeah. people are agitated about something and that can be a good thing or a bad thing and uh this is when you know football riots in Europe like you were saying break out cuz they're really really happy or really really mad and then uh someone just it it's a powder keg and someone just mm-hmm. sets the, something off. Um when you're talking about Ferguson let's say or or uh pro- the protest there when everybody was gathered in front of police station or in their neighborhood and it came out that the cop who shot the black kid wouldn't be prosecuted and like things went south yeah fast uh, very fast and because everybody was angry there this pressure had been put on this community for months and months and months and that's when it just went goes off but when you think about riots, that's what you think of. You don't think of stuff like, like a lot of white kids at UMass yelling "F Bin Laden." Well, but it wasn't at least
3: in mainstream, uh, yeah, parlance. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I certainly think of that as a so riot. So we should r- versus we should Ferguson. use the same words for the
2: same kinds of events. Yeah. Uh, now, was Stonewall a riot? Yes. I would yeah, because yes. they were destroying.
1: That's right. They destroyed property it's 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 violence that erupts out of out of something else i think well
3: and the oppression... I think stonewall is not a riot i mean it's called a riot but i think stonewall is much more political violence political violence because that was a response to a specific pressure that was a political pressure not just a an outside force of something or something i think that that i personally i make that distinction and It's maybe not the dictionary definition distinction, but to me, a riot in at least the 21st century is more those sporting events, those things at pumpkin festivals, whereas I think it's important to distinguish that. It doesn't just have to be white
2: straight men, right? No, (laughs) no, no. Okay. But I no, think those, those are just the
1: worst ones.
2: Yes. <laughs> but I think it's important
3: minute. to uh distinguish things that are because a riot has a very different has a very visceral evocation for people. And I think it does a disservice to people who are trying to fight against protest in, and it, and in it turns violent. injustice to call what they're doing a riot personally.
2: So as a feminist, I just I told John this before the show, but we were talking about Stonewall a little bit. And um I said, you know, it's very interesting. The police would come in. And make all the men open their their wallets, or make all the people open their wallets, and they would rob them once yeah. a week. That was what that was like—insult to injury and all that. Right. So the interesting thing, which they don't often talk about, is that the lesbian, who the police were thrown in the car, police car, refused, sort of like she wouldn't sit in the back yeah. of the bus, and she refused, and then a, a transgendered woman picked up a brick and threw it and those are the two i would say even more oppressed than exactly the men that were at stonewall and yet they pers- they were the the match that lit that, right. and everybody else was just sort of standing around watching you know the usual shakedown that yep. they were getting well, so
1: that is very that doesn't surprise me because when you are the when you are being oppressed over and over and over again and you don't have any privilege to lie back on saying, you know, if you get robbed, well I'll just make more money tomorrow or something. Or this is the cost of doing business. This is the cost of being uh, gay. Exactly. If you yeah, just think that, time. that but you don't but that's just money loss that doesn't actually affect you as much. Or uh if if that's all that happens, then you are less likely to fight back uh when when you're transgendered or when you're when you're uh lesbian especially back then um then you are way more in danger uh you're more cornered when they do it to you exactly yeah and just a rule of humans if you're cornered then you get more violent right especially if you think you're if you fight like we are are the animal part of us um we have a fight or flight, and sometimes it goes fight, and not, sometimes it goes flight. When it goes fight, that's when you get the random, the random riot rioting that that you can have because someone starts, so, something starts, uh, and it spreads through the crowd and the frustration of all the other stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. Just... And you're already hyped up, you're already angry from from the protest. I think that's the that's the thing rioting can come out of a protest. Uh, bec- like for me rioting is random. It's random violence. It has no point. It's just you're angry now and it's and it's emotional. It rages political rage. violence is directed. It's and it's planned. Uh it might so not like be like Greenpeace <laughs> like we're going to kind of yeah. but um it doesn't I mean it it doesn't have to be planned out like in advance but like like eh, like proud boys um, they go places to to hope to start violence just oh, by being there. Yeah. They they're they're provoc provocators or whatever. So, is
2: provoking so,
3: violence um, uh, p- being provocative is then a vi- it's a form of violence? So, actually, it's that's kind of tangential to a point I want to make before we run out of time. Oh my goodness! Um, which <laughs> is that I want to come back to the other side of it, and so I want to talk about the fact that. Often peaceful protests become violent because of the actions of the uh, riot police and everything that's put into place when people are often just trying to have a peaceful. Yes. Um, protest and that. And so, and the so it is. It is the government that escalates first, almost always in these cases especially in modern times yeah. well, they
2: put protesters in a cage near the near where they're trying to protest they can't really get to the event and right well that was know, what i was talking about at the very beginning yeah. about
3: the, the free speech though yeah. is being
1: you crap. see you see people you, you, you come just wanting to show solidarity you and you're met by people in armor with mm-hmm. shields and weapons and saying, and, and well, just weapons in general, like even just like batons or something, and they're not doing anything, but they're standing there armed and no, they're keyed up to respond to violence, and that makes people agitated, and that can set off violence. If there were just cops around, then for and they're the most keeping part,
2: people separate and neutral. And, you know? Yeah,
1: if they if they were just police officers around and they weren't, you know. Geared up for battle,
3: right? And then I think that, that would that
1: would uh, yeah. that that wouldn't escalate. I mean, one thing that that makes me think of is there's if you have an organization uh, that is supposed to be for public safety, and you literally have to have classes on de escalation.
3: Well, and most of them don't. That's that's a good. That's a big point yeah. that I would say is yeah. that most cops are not taught de-escalation. Exactly. Uh, you but know, you have I have to
1: have classes. I've <laughs> read
3: so many stories from um, from soldiers talking about how they would never do the things that police officers yeah. do. That they are taught de-escalation. That they are. And taught... And they're in a war zone. And exactly. Learning to, and yeah. so people in war zones are much better at not killing random people than police officers are. And it's a really it is a fundamental flaw in our system that our people, the people who are supposed to be in charge of peace, are actually often the ones who incite the violence and who are the perpetrators of that violence.
2: So two quick questions. You know, we started with definitions. An assault is you have the ability to hurt someone, you brandish a gun, you don't necessarily Mm -hmm. do that are the police assaulting in the technical term the protesters oh, yes, all the time and i don't mean that they took a baton and hit them but if the definition of assault is that you you threaten people and but you don't necessarily use the weapon that's still considered assault and so the police in some ways are uh provoking in some circumstances and sort of driving this and the second thing i was going to ask you guys about i i know you know that part of my family is quaker and um some of the things I went to early on with them and with other Quakers that I am friends with was uh, the ability to not escalate even when provoked. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, when you have a bunch of people in the crowd that that have had training or that they believe really fundamentally that they will never hit back, um, does
3: that de-escalate it? So I'm gonna say something here that's a little bit... Go be provocative. Provocative. <laughs> I think the Quakers, I know, me, I think the Quakers are a great resource. I think that there is a place for both peaceful and potentially partially violent protests. But what I'm going to say is that every Quaker I have ever known, uh, and obviously there are Quakers who don't fit this pattern, but every Quaker I have ever known has basically been a middle-aged white person and a middle-aged white person has a lot more power to do a peaceful protest than a young black person does and so different socioeconomic status they are and just they, yep. the way that they are treated by police officers the optics of dragging away middle-aged white people versus dragging away young black people there is a completely or different or a nun dragging away a nun or a exactly, priest exactly exactly and yeah. so i i i i absolutely applaud Quakers for doing what they do because they are using their privilege in a very good way. But it's unfair to to, compare compare because they are using their privilege in a strategic way to do that nonviolence and not everyone else has the ability to be able to do that sort of thing because they will not be treated the same way.
1: Uh, I'd like to end with a little anecdote from a a book for, called Batman. <laughs> uh, there, I was reading uh, a story called No Man's Land uh, 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 last week, and uh, we won't get into the particulars, but uh, there is a character, uh, uh, Doctor Tompkins, who is a pacifist in Gotham, and she's she helps uh, the underserved and everything like that. And at one point, she is trying to help a serial killer called Mister Zaz. Now. Uh, people come up to her and says he's going to murder you. Please, leave, please leave him to die. And she's like, No, I am. I will never hurt anybody. And when he wakes up and he's like, I'm gonna kill you. She says, Fine. And she just lays down. And then someone else comes up and hits him in the face with a battering. But <laughs> one it, the interesting so thing pacifists is, need somebody to look out for them. That's the <laughs> thing. Someone says to her, It's it's really easy to be a pacifist in Gotham because you have all these bats around to protect you i think that's uh that's a good uh interesting way to to end it so oh interesting <laughs> thought so yeah um hopefully our our listeners have uh Heard all our here. I mean, I know that the... It's complicated. The, it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic. It's really complicated. But I think it's really great to um, try to unravel some of these hard questions and ultimately not have an answer. Just ask asking the questions and looking through the the topic to to try to find some information that will help everybody. But this has been Civil Politics on Valley for Radio. Don't go away. We have uh, Subculture coming up next. After that, we have Table of Contents. After that, we have OK Asia. And then we have a repeat of uh, DJ Fife at mid 2 a.m and then after i believe we have a repeat of dark wave we will be back on on monday at 4 p.m uh remember if you want to get in touch with us civil politics radio at ValleyForRadio.org, CivilPoliticsRadio.com is where you're going to find our website and all of our information and thanks for listening and thanks for coming on guys you're welcome good night have a good night everybody
3: This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.